Welcome back to Supporting Local with Karis. I'm Karis Saunders and this is our last episode of the year. It's crazy to think this year has gone so quickly, but I'm so glad that you enjoyed our Christmas episodes. We did an episode a day in December until Christmas. But getting on with today's episode, I spoke to Anna from Terracotta Gifting and we spoke about how she set up her very own gift shop, how she is the first UK retailer for so many brands and also why she doesn't sell Northern Irish brands. I absolutely love her stuff, so do go over to socials, have it on check them out and let's go chat to her. So my name is Anna and I am 22, I'm 23 tomorrow. Um, oh, happy birthday for tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. So I went to uni, I did business and management, but my niche was fashion marketing. Okay. And I did that over in Bath for three years. And then I decided obviously to come home. I was thinking about moving to London. I didn't know exactly where. And then COVID hit, finished my dissertation at home. And then I started looking for jobs here and realized that there is the fashion marketing industry in Northern Ireland is basically non-existent. (laughs) I sort of thought to myself, what do I do now? And I thought to myself that I would like to do a gift shop. And I've always enjoyed finding sort of unique things. And I spend quite a lot of time on my laptop. So I thought my skills would apply perfectly to a gift shop. Yeah. It was really by chance that I found my shop at the minute. Sort of asked about it. My shop had been sort of left empty for ages. Mm-hmm. So I started asking around. And the joys of Northern Ireland, I actually knew the landlord through other people. Perfect. He loved the idea and said, look, go on ahead. So I had the shop set up in about three months. Um, wow. All the graphics myself and everything did the website. And we have been open since the 20th of November, 2021. Very exciting. Do you do such a range of products? What's it like? Do you know coming up with products? Like I know you do even like jewellery and stuff. I assume you do wholesale for other businesses as well as, of course, designing and creating your own. So what's the whole process like? Like most of my products, I mean like 98 percent of my products are actually sourced from the the US or Europe. A lot of my brands that I do bring in, I'm their first UK retailer. So I'm introducing new products into the UK market, especially the Northern Irish market. I feel like we're quite small. My process is a lot of ours, just researching, literally just researching. I find most of the brands through Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I use wholesale platforms then to purchase. My highest quantity would be about six. So like I love the idea of exclusivity. So like if you bought something from me, especially if I'm their first UK retailer, I only want to bring in like say six products. If you buy a Halloween sign off me, you know Carol down the street's not going to have the same Halloween sign. So my process is just ours on the laptop, ours on the phone. (laughs) Uh, just looking through trying to find with my products that I make which is something that I've brought out quite recently I essentially heat press on a decal onto like tote bags cosmetic bags I've done hoodies the way I could do them is I actually illustrate all of the designs on the gear essentially and the process for that really is just I like cows I'll draw a cow (laughs) it's as simple as that perfect what was the very first product that you brought 
end of your store whenever you launched it again then oh my goodness it's november time and the first things i brought in so i actually put in a massive order on the wholesale platform i think it was something like 34 brands oh wow um yeah so my stuff arrived in the bucket loads i was living at home at the time and my mom killed me because i took up her whole hall (laughs) i took up her living room i took up the dining room and she's like you need to hurry up and get it into the shop but i think the first thing that i ordered was from a stationery company i remember like i brought in these like green journals from a company called one canoe two canoe or something something the most bizarre brand name most beautiful brand but just the most bizarre name that i never remember and it was just a wee green journal i I remember that was the first thing i sort of wanted was from them it was a green journal and then there was like other little like notepads and stuff um with like floral designs on it it was basically from the part of me going oh i want those and then i was like oh i'll order them for the shop but i'm so bad for that i'll order something and then i'll be like i could take it home with me It's product research, yeah. that's what it is. Just to test it out. So what would an average day look like for you then, Anna? An average day, I live up in Bali Player. My shop is in Grey Abbey. Um, oh, wow. Everyone always says pride, you're then. absolutely psychotic, yes. And I moved up there in March. So it takes me about 45 minutes to get down the road. So I'll get up, I'll get down the road. <laughs> Usually just singing away to something on the radio. I come in, open the shop, and then my first thing off in the morning would be to do all my admin so do all my admin anything to do also with social media so I do a lot of flat lays with natural light natural light for me is just perfect for my products because it just brings out all the colors in them so I'll probably do my social media admin anything that needs to be packaged because we sell online mm-hmm. we have our own website and we do Etsy so if I have any orders with that I'll package them up so that I can take them to the post office whenever I'm heading home and I'll just sit and do random wee things people come in have a chat very chatty person as you can probably tell and then I get my regulars in and they come in they catch me up on their way it's a lovely wee atmosphere I'm very lucky that where I work is somewhere that I really love and mm-hmm. really enjoy mm-hmm. what I do um, and I love people love talking to people love a bit of gossip so having the shop and having people come in I just enjoy chatting away and <laughs> Lovely. Obviously, you mentioned a lot of your items come from like the US and Europe and things. Have you ever thought about getting businesses closer to home in your store or do you like keeping it as kind of you're the only like UK supplier for these brands? I feel like this is like a debated topic because <laughs> the fact that I don't bring in Northern Irish or Irish brands, people almost like are mad at me for that. Okay. But the reason I brought my shop in and I solely brought in US and Europe brands that weren't seen before was because I wanted to give something unique. Northern Ireland is filled with the most beautiful little artisanal shops that have your Northern Irish artists who have all the Northern Irish brands. And I felt like it was getting to a point where it was oversaturated. Anywhere you go in, you look for a gift. It's like, oh, it was made in Northern Ireland, it was made in here. And I thought there's a gap in the market for brands that aren't here Mm -hmm. and aren't based in Northern Ireland or Ireland. So whenever people come in and I actually do have people come in and ask me like, where's like your Northern Irish stuff? Yes. And I have to tell them, I'm like, I don't have anything. <laughs> and I feel 
bar because I love anything that's made at home. I'm like, oh yes, I yes. love it. Go to craft fairs and I see other people that are like making such amazing things. I'm like the first person to go over and be like, yes, I want that candle. I want that piece of jewelry. I am very in that. But for my own business, I just wanted something different. I was just sick of seeing the same thing, if you know what I mean. And yeah. I just wanted something a bit different, something that people can give somebody and be like, here, did you know that was from Michigan? Or yeah. did you know that that's actually a Parisian brand? Or, you know, and I think that just it adds a little bit more depth into your gifts and also just like it sparks up a conversation whenever you give it to them. And I, I really like that idea. That's why. <laughs> No, I kind of love that. Like, obviously, I am all about supporting Nook Girl, actually, with the podcast and everything. But I do really appreciate kind of what you do because do you know if I went into your shop and bought something that is made in Michigan or made in Germany or wherever, mm-hmm. although I'm supporting that business, which is exciting because it's not from here, so it is that wee bit. Yeah. Like, when you buy something on holiday, you're like, oh, look at this. But I'm also yes. supporting you. Do you know why I'm still supporting Nook Girl? It's just yes, you are, slightly yes. different, which it's really nice. You can be like, oh, I'm going to support Nook Girl but also buy like these American products yeah. instead of just going online from that website type of thing and missing out you. Mm-hmm. Like we're still bringing money into our own economy. Yeah. And we're still getting that sort of small business support, which I think it's sort of just that sort of twist on it. It's just, it's not made in Northern Ireland. It's, yeah. it is packaged. It is sourced from Northern Ireland. It is hand packaged by myself with much care and love, but it's just not made <laughs> Northern Ireland oh no it's completely fair but it is quite interesting of your point on it you know kind of there are a lot of businesses and to be fair like ones like Born and Bread you know in Belfast is like my favorite shop and I love that you can go in and now I'll literally be like oh do you know Caulfield Design or Peter Payne's Pictures or Lines and Current you kind of have that relationship with them because they're all so local Mm -hmm. but it's really nice that you are doing a complete opposite of that at the same time but keeping it local if that makes sense because you're yes, like a very, it's yes. very exclusive it's not just like a random shop uh-huh. I didn't want it to come across as like a high street brand or anything yeah. because yeah. I wanted to have that relationship with my customers that I can say look they're really good and a lot of the products like I said I do test myself <laughs> and I, I'm able to say like oh them trousers like make sure you just wash them on a lower setting or you know I feel like it's just sort of gives it that sort of something that's not in Northern Ireland at the minute and it's just something different that's always yeah. what I say I'm like it's just something different <laughs> <laughs> especially we are always so late to everything like yes, yeah. behind the times for every single thing so mm-hmm. it's quite cool that you're like I'll just move us up a wee bit you know this is what they're doing so just yeah. to bump you up a wee bit <laughs> yeah yeah why not <laughs> do you have any plans for the future like what would be the big dream for terracotta gifting that's a good question and I do think about this quite often because I am organized but I'm not like you know you're organized but I still am <laughs> semi-organized I'd love more than one shop okay. I would, and further into the future I would like it to become a franchise I would like Amazing. it to become um, yeah, yeah. maybe not a franchise but like I would like multiple branches yeah. of the shop like I've been getting a lot of interest from people from Bangor I've been getting a lot of interest from people from Ballyclare and they come in they're like oh I'd love to see a shop here blah, blah, blah. more speaking within short term I have been thinking about moving the shop up to Ballyclare or you know because if anybody knows Greg Abbey, Grey Abbey's sort of this 
little village, lots of antique shops. It's so cute, so quaint, but it's not open all week. Yeah. It's like closed on a Monday and Tuesday, which is why I do the craft fairs because it, and it sort of elevates me a wee bit more. I'm getting that yeah. little bit more exposure. And so I was thinking about moving it further up the country. So maybe that might be in the near future. I don't know. But Exciting. the goal is to open a second yeah. one while one is still going. Maybe this one will be based in Ballyclare and I'll have another one somewhere else. But that is the ultimate goal. But my main goal for the end of this year as well is to hit 1K on Instagram. Amazing. And I want a viral post. Like I am manifesting it. I'm speaking it into the universe. I want a viral post. We're going to get it at some stage. I would just love to see my shop sort of blow up on TikTok or Instagram or something. Like I just manifesting it. Maybe I'm being a little cocky. I don't know. I might be coming across a little cocky. I'm I'm not. But my dream would be a viral post. Oh, so exciting. I do love Grey Abbey, though I will be sad if you leave. I know. Like my mum, she used to own a shop in Grey Abbey. She did giftwares and she did interiors. Now my mum, completely different style. She was more like French shabby chic, you know, and she brought in like brands that sort of emulate that sort of deal. So I grew up in Grey Abbey. I grew up in Grey Abbey and and, in the shop. And I then got my first job in working as a waitress in one of the cafes in Grey Abbey yeah. so my heart is in Grey Abbey I just absolutely adore it and I opened my first business which is where I'm sitting right now I'm, I have an Airbnb in oh, Grey wow. Abbey and then I opened a shop if you told me like five years ago like Anna you'll be sitting with two businesses in Grey Abbey I'd be like well that makes no sense <laughs> like like five years ago I wanted to be like in London I wanted to be doing that urban sort of thing oh, and now yes. I'm like so settled at home <laughs> I love Northern Ireland I'm, I love the people in Northern Ireland you know never thought but it's the most stunning wee place and it's the best day but Saturday if you're coming to Grey Abbey come on a Saturday because that is when everyone is open we're full buzz best like lunch ever you have like four places to choose from it's great Grey Abbey's where it's at (laughs) have you ever been no I'm not I'm gonna butcher the name I think it's called Fika 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 the little coffee shop yes I know I am really good friends with the owner of Latin Adia. She's the loveliest lady, loveliest lady. And I always go in for lunch and that is like, I always get her soup. It's gotten to the point where I don't even ask what the soup is anymore. I just go, I want the usual. And she gives me the soup and I'm like, yeah, that'll do me. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Best place ever. Fika and then Lekker is really good too. Lekker's new one. Mm-hmm. yeah like I Definitely. think Grey Abbey is one of those places I'm like whenever I'm old and hopefully rich as we all hope mm-hmm. we are yes. I want to get a wee house in Grey Abbey like overlooking the water and yeah that's beautiful like that's me and Matthew's plans for whenever we're old together and, that sounds perfect yeah like it yeah. always has a wee spot in my heart you know since you kind of discover I it I love this. Love. Yeah, it is. It is one of them places that you just people drive through, and then yeah. they go, "Ah, there's not much in there." Like, because you literally blank, and you're out of Grey Abbey. But whenever people stop, and it's it's lovely seeing people who are actually stopped and were like, "You're here." <laughs> And there's like antique shops in there and there's cafes there. Like, what? And I was like, I told you, Grabby's place to be. I was like, it's great. <laughs> well, Anna, just to finish up, what would be your favourite local business if you can pick one? 
but also I would like your favourite business that you work with because obviously they're all kind of from Mm -hmm. all over the show do you know like whether it's just you love their products or they're really great whatever yeah I'd like your favourite one in your shop as well please oh my gosh (laughs) it should have given me time to prep for this because there's just hundreds upon hundreds one business I love is Madlug which Mm -hmm. is the the backpacks I love them and I absolutely love Oi outside in love them too I've always been mad into like businesses that have sort of a charitable aspect to them Mm -hmm. so those two businesses are unreal and then the third one which I'm was a recent obsession at the minute um is cast and clay they are unreal I'm pretty close with one of the owners of that these are earrings are from cast and clay like I just absolutely love their stuff brands that I work with fan favorite is Sweetwater Decor I love their stuff and always bring them in um there's only like a few there's like two or three brands that I would reorder okay never really put in a reorder for the same brand oh wow um, yeah I just make more work for myself because I have to go out and find new <laughs> brands but, yeah but I never make anything easy for myself yeah Sweetwater Decor they're my candles that I usually bring in the only problem is is they've put their prices up and the import on them is just like it's I don't think people will buy a candle for like 16 quid you know so it, I'm, it depends, I'm debating like, like people obviously buy obviously the really dear ones like Joe Malone and stuff yeah. or I know other like local candle people that are like well over 30 pounds and mm-hmm. like, I yeah. still buy them you know that's another business Olivia's Haven <laughs> she's unreal too sorry I have like hundreds you, you had to give me time to prepare for like just one yes <laughs> But, Sorry, when you mentioned about Madlug and Outside yes. In, there's another business and I only recently discovered them called Consider. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of I've them? bought one of their t-shirts. I've literally bought, did you get it at Coop, the Coop yes, Craft the Fair? My nanny bought me it. Yeah, she she brought it over. She was like, look at this. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then my sister then explained to me like their ethos as well. And they have like a charitable sort of ethos too. Which yeah, so they I do need, the five. I need to look at their like socials and stuff. Yeah, like they do the five different acts of kindness whenever you buy something so it can be like donate to a vulnerable child or donate a pack to a homeless person or like a food bank one is like profits go to aware and i and then i think the last could be planting like five trees or something so like yeah and then whenever you buy something you pick what bit you want to do like what your act of kindness is and i just i just am obsessed i I need to let you know yeah no they're my favorite type of business as well i always call them guilt-free shopping yeah because i could like i could take it home to my boyfriend and say like i bought this but like money is going towards someone who needs it and then he'd be like okay so i get away with it you know you did well by spending your money yeah but there's a few different ones like i know everwell candles stacy does the most beautiful candles like she plants trees for every yes there's so many no the ones that i first were introduced to was madlog and oi outside in but now there's just loads popping up but that's so so good because you know it's like your money is being used in a, a way that's sort of beyond just buying the product yeah it gives you a nice feeling i think yeah personally like whenever i buy something i'm like okay i know that money's going towards something that i actually believe in and want to improve on like i always then wear it with pride you know i always like sort of be like yeah did you know that this is from such and such and (laughs) that's why i love supporting local because 
you can be like, oh, well, do you know, I'm wearing a jumper from ELN and like Ellen made this jumper or Joy from Lines and Current or like Monday's Child or Candles. Do you know, I'm like, this person yeah. made this product with their hands and like, look at it. Do you know, that? yeah, it's my favorite thing because it's like, it's not just, do you know, like a random business and you're like, oh, they don't really care about me. I'm like, I'm supporting you. <laughs> do you yeah. know, I can see the person yeah. behind the business and yeah, like that's my favorite thing in the world. It is like, I don't think you can get you can't get that feeling from high street brands even whenever you buy something from high street brands especially coming from a fashion marketing perspective like in regards to like fast fashion and stuff you just don't get that feeling yeah you know I always try to tend to stay away from that sort of fast Mm -hmm, fashion or like high street and I suppose maybe we're contributing to the death of the high street but if the high street is replaced with small businesses like how amazing will that be as like a community you know like you'd be proud of your community then for being able to sustain themselves and be able to create products that you know that people can buy it's like I feel like I could go into this like really philosophical yeah. <laughs> like answer to that but yes we'll leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> well Anna thank you so so much for coming on to the podcast it was so lovely to chat to you today I know it's been amazing to me and thank you so much for the opportunity I've actually had a ball I feel like I've just chatted your ear off no. <laughs> <laughs> that was Anna and isn't she so lovely this was our very last episode of 2022 I'll be back next week and in the new year with a brand new episode and if you're over in Grey Abbey, do make sure to check out Terracotta Gifting because she sells the most beautiful things and I'm honestly all obsessed. 